Okay, Bokir Tov. Good morning, everybody. Today is October 18th. We'll continue where we left off in the Rashba. Debating yesterday, we started talking about there's a person who is known as the uh, super uh, super expert, right? High level expert. When he got paid, is he going to be responsible for the damages or not? That was the question we were working on yesterday. So Israel is responsible for damages yesterday? Oh, well, no. <laughs> Super experts for sure they are. Amara Papa. On page 21. Amara Papa. Hadetanya Oman Patur Kegon Dankov Isu Delot Srichi Lemelaf. So we said that Papa is calling the Gmana over there. That we have these two money changers that are known to be the high level professionals. And they don't need to learn anything else. They know it all, right? Yeshmi Farshim. Someone explain. So I want to say that even though they are these high-level professionals, if they got paid for their services, they would be obligated if they made a mistake, calling the money when it was real when it was really counterfeit. The afilu uman tzipori hayav, right? Even like the like the slaughterers, the, uh, sh- the what do you call it, the butchers of tzipori, <clears throat> as long as they were paid in advance, right? We said they're gonna get, if they got if the guy gave the money before the shechita, even though they're professionals. Right, they would be obligated. They want to equate the slaughterers of Tsipori, were known to be super professionals, just like these two guys were known to be the professionals by the currencies. And uh, therefore, if you got paid, you would be you'd be patur, right? Uh, obligated. Sorry, chayav, not 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 patur. Obligated. They'll be obligated. That's one opinion. Says the Rashbam Lididi Kashali. By the way, that was the opinion of the Rambam that we saw yesterday. Okay, the Rambam's opinion was that it doesn't matter if you got paid, no matter how good you are, you're gonna have to pay for the damages. That was the Rambam. The Rashba says Lididi Kashali. Says I have a problem with this. The Imken, if it's true, the Afilu Bedanko Veisur Ika Lefluge the Hava Lelebraita Kamaitala Aflug Beuman Gufe Kedanko Veisur Ben Ben Besachar Ben Mechinam. Says why why did it happen when the Gemara came to discuss the money changers? It didn't make this distinction if they got paid or not. The distinction of getting paid or not was by the Shohet. It wasn't by the money changer. By the money changers, it just said Danko Veisur Patur. So the odd the chimishani of Papa Brayta the Talvayim Havelim the Memar Ibayt Ema Mai Uman Afilu Danko Veiso Kamaita Bechinam Vatreda Besachavi Ibayt Ema Kan Vekan Bechinam Vekan Okay, so he's playing he's playing with the Gemara. He says the Gemara should have brought it up. It's been technical technical reasons why he wants to say that the Gemara over here by the uh, by the case of the money changer is regardless. If they got paid or not, they'd still be patur. Mishum the hachi mistabrali. He says it makes more sense. The danko veiso the bekiyetve afilu besachar p'turim. Even if they got paid, they would be patur. The chol ashar afilu bechinam hayavim ubrayta milta psik taktani. Now, okay, if he's going to say that now, he wants to say, listen, these guys are patur, even though they're super professionals, and the this, the the butcher is also a super professional. But if he got paid, he's going to be chayav. So now he needs to tell you what the difference is between them. There's a difference between these kind of guys, professionals. Why? Right? It's, it's tied to how professional you are with your hands. Even a professional shohet, every once in a while, something will happen. No matter how good he is, right? He has to be extra, extra careful. And it's impossible for someone to do that. And therefore, every once in a while, even though he's a super professional, he's something insane. will happen. Therefore, we don't call that 
right? Unforeseen circumstances. And if he got paid, he's going to be obligated for that. It's not honest, okay? Honest is, I had not, I'd be on my control. This is not beyond his control. It happens, and he had to be extra extra careful, even if he's, it happens very rare, but he's the professional, you better make sure. So, and therefore, if he got paid, he's going to be obligated. Right? To look at this coin and tell you if it's fake or not. If you're that professional, like these two guys, right? it's tied to just look, look at it. The shape, the size, the whatever it is, right? Somebody that's a super professional can spot it in a second. It's in a second. If they did make a mistake, honest gamurhu. That's not. That's now. 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 That's going to be something that was beyond their control. Sometimes the copies are so good, they look exactly the same. It's exact. It's exact replica. Right, the North Koreans made hundred dollar bills. Mm-hmm. Exactly, exactly. We is had that... to redesign all our hundred. Sometimes, bills. and so therefore, it's just looking. I look. It's a, it's not me. I read the shohet has to do something. He has to. Okay, like so, so so therefore, even if he got paid, he's going to be obligated. But the guy who's just looking at tell you it's real or not, and he's a professional, he knows exactly what it's supposed to look like, and it's exact exact replica. That's honest. That's beyond. That's something beyond the us beyond his control, and therefore he's going to be patur. Says the Nashba. When he did this, if he made this mistake and he says it's real when it's not, on his gamur, it's a totally unforeseen circumstance. I don't care that he got paid. He's like a paid watchman. And he, he's only he's not honest. Well, this is unforeseen circumstances. So now, comes out like this, according to the Rashba, there's a mahlokit now between the Rambam. And the Rashba, if I have a, a guy that's a real professional who got paid, is he obligated to the damages or not? According to the Rambam, the answer is no. According to the Rashba, the answer is yes. He's patur. So we have a mahlukah now. What do we do with the halakha? Let's go. Turn the page. Very interesting case over here. Okay, we're going to try to see how to apply the mahlukah in a minute. Okay, but right now, this is an interesting case comes over here. Um, this is written, I think, let me see what year this is. Tafresh Sadiq He. So not so long ago, okay? Switzerland. Paul Inyan Switzerland. is it's about uh, 70, 80 years ago, about 80 years ago. Okay, so here's what he says. The Davar Sefer Torah, I'm in the second paragraph. Shekana Ahad Pidata Sofer, the guy bought a Sefer Torah. She Amarbo, he says, Amar, She Amarlo Shebeshumumuat, Keshishim Mark, Yachol Takena. Okay, so he bought a Sefer Torah, says he could fix it, he needed some fixing, he needed only 60 marks worth of fixing, whatever it was. After they bought, he bought it, and they gave it to the Sofer to fix whatever needed to be fixed, they finds out that the writing of the Sefer Torah itself doesn't stay, doesn't stick, the ink, you can see now, doesn't stick to the cloth. Mm-hmm. Okay, so pause number number one, issue number one. The guy wants his money back from the seller because the seller is selling him something that he thought was good. Was a regular sefer Torah. Apparently, it's not. The ink is peeling off the cloth. All right? And he says every time we read through, we roll it. You come, you find missing letters because the links, the ink's peeling off. Okay, so he wants to claim mekah ta'ut, 
You sold me something that I thought was good, it's not good, it's bad. I want some refund from the seller. Okay? So he says, right? Fine, it's a mistaken purchase. The guy is saying, and if the seller doesn't want to pay back or he doesn't have the money, hear what he wants to say? I showed he showed the sefer Torah to the sofer before he bought it. Sofer said it needs just a little bit of fixing, sixty marks worth of that. And now the guy, so the guy bought whatever he paid for the sefer Torah. Who knows, twenty thousand, thirty, whatever the number was. And now <laughs> it's going to cost a lot more than the sofer said. So it's like the case of I showed the coin to the to the to the shulhani, and it turned out to be bad. It turned out to be counterfeit. He wants to go after. The sofer. If I can't collect my money from the se- from the seller, I, I went. I went. I took my car to the mechanic before I bought well, the car. But the question I, I bought a, he ask him if the sofer is good. He told. He, he, he did. He told. He told him. He told him. The sofer told him it needs to be fixed. Sixty dollars. Okay. So Mitchell. So that's the, let's see. Let's see. That's the question. All right. So it's like I'm, I'm going to buy a used car. Oh, I go use his car. I don't know about a car. I'm going to take my car to the mechanic. Mechanic's going to tell me check the check the car. Should I buy the car? Same story. I want. I saw Sefer Torah. I want to buy Sefer Torah. I don't know anything about it. I take it to the Sofer. Sofer looks at the Sefer Torah. He's gonna tell me it's a good Torah. It's not a good. He says, yeah, yeah, it's good. Just needs a little bit of fixing. Blah 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 blah. I bought the Torah. Comes now, go there. So, no, no good. Okay, so now can if you get the money back from the from the from the seller, finish. No problem. Nothing to talk about. But let's say the seller's gone. He can't find him. Who where is he? I don't know. I went to the Sofer. I asked him. He told me it's good. I went to the money changer. I showed him my coins. He told he me it's good. Him, he asked him if the Sefer Torah is good. Yeah, that's his job. Why do I take it to Sofia before I buy it for? Need to fix. So Why would he show? Okay, let's see. Let's see. No, no damages. The damages now 20,000, 30,000. Yeah, so okay. The thing, I, it's claiming the whole thing. He wants to claim the damages on the Sofia. The letters are peeling off, and the Sofia told me it was good. He didn't check it good. Maybe it didn't look good. Maybe he didn't just. Let's see. That's the question. It's an interesting question. All right. So he says. Okay, so uh, where are the He paid him, right? Okay, so they have the claims. Apparently, it was started. It was the. It must have already went to Bedin, and now they're sending this to the rabbi for his opinion. Right, the betin apparently wants to be, to rule in the favor of the of the buyer. The hafetzim right? The atib they're asking asking the rabbi's opinion before the posek halacha. What do you think about the case? Can we compare it to this case of the money changer guys? Is it the same case? Is it not the same case? Okay, let's see what. It is. So first, in the first paragraph, we're not going to go through it. He says absolutely, if you find the seller, you can back out. That's for sure. If you find the guy who sold it to you, you get your money back. It's mekach ta'ut. You bought a sefer Torah, and this is invalid. The things are peeling off every second. No question. But if you can't find him now, so let's address our our issue is we can't find the guy. He says, V'hadran ladina, in the last paragraph on the left side. Hadran ladina. Hineh. Av sheyesh ladun bezeh. We can judge them back and forth on this. Mikol makom lo hayamilaani libi lintot midivreha nitivot. He says, I, I I can go back and forth on this, but I'm I want to lean towards the opinion of the nitivot amishpat, which I think we're going to bring in a minute, if I'm not mistaken. Okay, we'll see it in a minute. Okay, so he says, what does he say? She mishamshot leshono, sorry, mashmaut, mimashmaut leshono mashma. De besachar lo ba'inan bekule alma sheyomar haze. Number one, 
We had a question. We, had a, we, had a, we talked about this, I think, two days ago. When, it, when I'm paying the person, do I have to say, hey, you better be careful because I'm relying on you. Do I, or do I not have to? Do I say when I'm paying him, it's automatically implied oh, that I'm relying on this person? No, do I have to? Because I paid him. If I didn't pay him and he do it for free, okay, I got to tell you. But now I'm paying the guy. So does that automatically mean that I'm relying on him or not? So he says, I want to hold, like the Nitivocha says, that from the language that he writes, it sounds like when a person is getting paid for his opinion, at all, that I'm relying on you. You don't need to say that. Okay? He says, it's, it's logical to say such a thing. A person is paying for someone's opinion. If he's not going to rely on the opinion, so what, he's just burning his money? He's wasting money? Why is he giving money out for opinions if he's not going to follow the opinion? So the fact that he paid for an opinion, we can say that he's going to, it's automatically implied that he's, re- he's relying on that opinion. Good. That's number one. For the sofer already now, I paid the sofer to check the sefer Torah. He told me $60 to fix it, and that's all it was. I'm relying on his opinion. I paid for his services. Forget the $60. I paid for his services to check the, to check the sefer Torah. Okay. He says, So he says, I don't have to say, hey, look, I'm relying on you. I don't have to say that. Okay. It's automatically employed. Right? Now, he says, I also can't move away from the opinion of the Shach. The he holds the Okay? So if I do say it, right, and, and then uh, and then then you're going to be Hayav. So when I don't have to say it, you can also be Hayav, because if I didn't have to say it, it's automatically implied, it's like I said it. Okay, it is, even though we have that the Rashba, the the the, the, the holds like the Rashba, he says, what's he holding? The uman af besachar patur, like we just saw, we just saw the Rashba a minute ago. The Rashba's opinion was right that if the guy's a super professional and he got paid, he's also patur. It doesn't matter; he's still patur. So now, do we call the sofer one of these super professional guys? Right? He's is is he like the money changer guys? That he could just look at it and tell you if it's good or not. Or is he like the shohet? Where he needs some kind of... Right? Because if he's like if he's like the money changer, so there's nothing to talk about. The sofer is going to be patur. Right? According to the Rashba, at least. Mm-hmm. He'd be patur. According to the Rambam, he'd be chayam. But according to the Rashba, he'd be patur. So is he one of these guys? He's that or is he like the shohet? Where even the, the Rashba says, Yeah, if you're the shohet. Because it's active with your hands. So what's the sofer status here? Right? So he says... The Uman Af Besachar Patur Kimoshe Katavashach Besif Katan Aleph Beshem Beshmam. He meaning the Shach quoted the Rashba and the Rashal. Veha de Bainan Danko Isur Hurak Bematbeya. Right? Kemoshe Katua Tosafot Bavakama. And now the one that he's quoting on Daf Tzadik Amud Bet. Dibura Matchil Vetanya. That's the Tosafot he's quoting. Okay, what does it say over there? De Behakarat Matbeya Sarich Bekiut Gadol. Right? To know if you the coins, you know right away, you know. Okay, fine. Ayen Sham, Aval, Benidon, Didan, Besofer, Imu Sofer, Mumhehu, Vehu Muchzak, Yacholomar, Kimli, Kiarashba, Vearashba. That's the problem. It's a machloket in the, in the halakha, between the Rambam and the Rashba. So even if we want to say I, that we're going to hold like the like the like the, the Rambam and say you got paid, you're going to be obligated, the Sofer himself could say, I hold like the Rashba. 
I hold like the penis is a patur, and you can't collect from me. I, 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 I,